Hello, 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 and welcome to More Than Money. I'm your host, Jacquette Timmons. This is a podcast where we have nuanced conversations about money, business, and life. This is where we explore the intersections of the psychology, emotions, and math of money, because these are the elements that will impact your results as well as how you experience money. You know, I like it when I accidentally create a series, as I seem to have done when I think about the last episode and I combine that with today's. Last time, I talked about the process and the power and the benefit of creating space, whether you are creating that space to do nothing or to think or to create whether that's for work-related projects or non-work-related projects, whether that's space to work on uh, professional development, or whether that's space to do some hobbies or to just get some rest, you know, (laughs) something we could probably all use a little bit more of. Today, I want to focus on a different kind of space, the space that's created when you pause after asking a question. I am the queen of questions. (laughs) Asking questions, it is a part of my nature. And if you are of my generation, then you will be familiar with this reference because growing up, my mother would call me Rona Barrett. (laughs) Why? Due to my incessant questions. So it's actually probably quite fitting that I make a living asking them often directly as when I'm working one-on-one with my coaching clients and indirectly as when I'm presenting. I think of the talks that I give as a way of inviting people to think about money differently. And to me, that is also a form of questioning. I say all of this because I know the power of a question and the thoughts and the actions that a question can provoke. I also know the power of an answer in terms of how it can provide clarity and insight about your goals, your values, your beliefs, and your expectations. But what is underrated and really, really powerful is the pause. That moment of silence between when you answer a question that's been directed to you or when you answer a question that you've asked yourself. So I'm curious, how good are you at pausing? Is it something that you do frequently? Is it something that you do easily? I'm going to venture a guess and say, it's not something that you do frequently or easily, unless it's a part of your profession. And I am being bold in that regard because I know that most of us have been conditioned to avoid the silence of dead air. Now, (laughs) that's a good thing when you are on live TV or radio. Having dead air is indeed not a good thing to have. But in most other instances, a moment of silence can be extremely potent. And the pause doesn't have to be long to be effective. Just think about how many times I've done it already in this episode. 
In conversation with others, it can be a couple of seconds. Regarding a self-inquiry process, you can take a few days if necessary. You just simply have to give yourself permission to do it and to embrace the discomfort that may surface in the meantime, whether the pause is two seconds or two days. Because part of the problem is that when we have that silence, because we're uncomfortable with it, we wanna fill it up. And so we go and we say something that probably, maybe we ought not to say in general, or maybe it is something that needed to be said, but you still could have benefited from just having a little bit of extra time. And I, I'm saying all of this because while pausing is incredibly useful, it remains an underutilized tool, both when you are communicating with others and when you are engaged in a self-inquiry process. And look, just because I am really good at asking and instigating, instigating is what I'm trying to say, questions, that does not mean that I don't also need to improve my pausing skills. So me recording this episode and intentionally pausing for a second or two, this serves as much of a reminder for me as it does for you. Now, if you are a returning listener, you know that this is something that I say frequently. If this is your first episode, well, A, welcome. I hope you will come back. And B, here is one of the many things that I say probably just as often as you will hear me say, you don't manage money, but you manage your choices around money. And what is it that I am referring to? It is this, that your relationship with money is one of the longest that you will have. Now, what does that have to do with pausing? What's embedded in this reminder of your relationship with money being one of the longest you will have is the fact that you can have the exact same question today as you did, for example, maybe five years ago, but having the same question doesn't mean that you're looking for or in fact need the same answer. So let's take a common question such as, how much should I be saving? More than likely, your circumstances and the context thereof have changed within the last five years if we're using that example as a time frame. Therefore, the answer to the very same question, how much should I be saving when you asked it five years ago versus asking it now will undoubtedly be different because it should be. Your circumstances today, the context of them today, the variables that you're weighing and factoring in, they're more than likely very different now than they were back then. So taking a minute to pause before answering this question or any of your money or money-related questions, it really gives you a chance to consider what aspects of your personal and professional environment have changed because those changes will more than likely impact the answers that you're seeking or the answers that you may want to seek. So that's one reason the pause or the moment of silence is valuable. Here are a few more. Taking that second to pause gives you a chance to reflect 
and to validate your initial instincts and to make sure that that gut reaction is really a, a, a good thing, because sometimes they're not always. <laughs> um, another reason for the pause or the moment of silence is that it gives you a chance to process your feelings and to do an emotional check-in. And then I say finally, but it doesn't have to be finally, but it also gives you a chance to hear quote unquote, hear yourself think and perhaps process information in a new way. Because if the space is always cluttered, you can't hear, you can't think, you can't process, you can't reflect, you can't validate all of the things that you need to really make smart decisions. So all of this really comes together and it makes pausing your secret weapon when it comes to making, again, really smart decisions for your life and for your work, whether you're talking about a quote unquote small decision or a quote unquote large decision. And I guess you can think of what I said in the last episode in terms of creating space, as I mentioned at the top of this episode, as a way of pausing as well. Though in that instance, in terms of the previous episode, what I was referring to was creating a pause as it pertains to your usual routine. So I've got an experiment for you, if you are game. If you are game, I'd like to invite you to join me in doing the following. First, write down the most recent time you paused whether it was before answering a question or before taking an action. And when you think about whatever that is that you write down, what happened next? And then how did you feel or how do you feel about it now? So that's the first part of the experiment. The second is choose a day in the coming days. So if you're listening to this on a Friday, choose a Saturday or a Sunday. If you are listening to this on Monday, well then choose Tuesday or Wednesday. But choose a day in the coming days to track in real time how often you pause. What were the circumstances? Who else was involved? What did you do after you paused? And what was at stake? And then the third element of this experiment is to compare. Compare what you wrote down when I invited you to write down the most recent time and then compare that to when you chose a day and you tracked your pausing throughout the day. Compare those two scenarios and look at them from the standpoint of what do you see in terms of similarities and what do you see in terms of differences? And let me be really clear, folks. This is a totally unscientific experiment because I just completely made it up. (laughs) But I do think it's a good experiment. And here's why I'm suggesting it. I know the power of tracking and collecting data. I know the power of that because that is how you can identify patterns of behavior. Another thing I always say to people is you can't interrupt a pattern that you don't recognize. That is why tracking and collecting data is so extremely powerful. And when it comes to pausing, I believe that it can help you to improve the quality of whatever comes next. So when you pause and the the thing that comes next is an answer that you give, it'll be a better answer. When you pause and the thing that comes next is an action that you take, it will be a better action. 
So whether the thing that you're going to do next is to give an answer or to take an action, pausing before it is what will help to ensure that you are making truly the best possible choice at that time. But like with a lot of things, one of the best ways to maximize the power of pausing is to know how often you are actually doing that. And that means that you got to track it. And just like creating space is a muscle that gets better the more you use it, the same is true when it comes to pausing. You'll get better at doing it and being more intentional about doing it the more you do it with purpose and the more you track it. So give the experiment a try and then send me a voice DM on Instagram to let me know how it went. Well, that is it for today's episode, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening all the way until the end. If you'd like to show appreciation for this podcast, this episode, please leave a rating, review, and or share this episode so we can reach more people. And if you'd like to buy me a coffee, here's how you can do that. Go to www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash jaquette. Again, www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash Jaquette. And I'm not quite sure when you may be listening to this, but the next Comfort Circle dinner, which is still virtual, is going to be an Ask Me Anything session. So if that's something that you might be interested in joining us for, and it's on Monday, October 26th at 6.30 p.m., we would love to have you. And you for that, you can go to jacquettetimmons.com forward slash comfort dash circle. Scroll all the way to the bottom of the page and you'll have all the details there. Well, again, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I really appreciate that. And I hope you do the experiment and I hope you have fun pausing. Please, please stay safe, well, and healthy, not just physically, but in spirit too. And until next time, remember, it's about more than money. 